Hey everybody, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast, and in this great episode of A Crime Chronicles of Season 6, this is a crime that should have never happened, but actually did happen. So, we're going to be talking to you right now for things that you should know, and what you didn't know, you should have known. But first off, it's moto time. Hey, remember this, rich people, poor people. Poor people like rich, rich people like poor. Think about that when it comes to tax time. Hey, just pay your bills. Don't rob Peter to pay Paul. Hey, do me one other favor. Remember, like my daddy always says, never quit your day job or conquer the world. And remember, time is money. Money is time. Wasting time, wasting money. And remember this. Whatever you do, like my daddy says, never quit your day job. Go out there and get out there and grind and hustle. That's what you got to do, okay? I mean that, and I mean sincerely, I I tell everybody that, just do what you got to do to get out there and grind, all right? Grind is what you got to do, and all that stuff. Hey, in this episode, we're going to dig right in this podcast, sponsored by BlackBlueElectronica.com. For all your electronic needs, go there and and do what you got to do, all right? Oh, so remember, this is one thing you need to remember, and this is the most important thing you need to remember. Do this, and this right here will actually save your life. Listen carefully. When I talk to you about some things I say about crime and I talk about things that deal with the government and stuff, a lot of people always ask me that I must hate the government. Not necessarily. What I'm giving you is my opinions about what I what I researched and looked up about what the government's been doing. Crime has been everywhere and the government's been one of the biggest crimes that they've been doing and they've been doing that for years. You know, government's been doing that for years as far as crime wise. And they've been doing that for years. Let's talk about something that the government's been doing that you probably didn't know that they've been doing, but they have. Here's something that you probably don't understand and don't ever know or what you need to know, but what you should know is what you need to know and everything that's all about it. This is what I'm talking about. Listen, the federal government has a policy of doing one thing. I, a lot of people say this, and they mean this. Have you heard of the old saying of straw man syndrome? Of, of, of what the government's doing. Have you heard of the thing called the, the, um, the abundance of what the government's been doing? Here's what I mean. The U.S. government has a habit of doing things like this. Listen, if the government comes in, you know the federal government right now has a policy right now that they can come into your house. Doesn't matter wherever you live at, your house, your apartment, whatever you pay bills at, wherever you reside at, unless you're homeless. And that, and that's different. But if you're homeless, well, that's different because, you know, homeless people live a different lifestyle. But if you are living in an apartment or a house and that's yours and then you own that house, let's say you own your house. Do you know the government can take the house that you own from you? People always ask, well, how do they do? How can they do that? They can't do that. I own my house. No, that's not necessarily true. You may own the house, but you don't own the land. You don't own the land that the house is. So there's a um, there's a story of a guy who literally lived in a major city. He lived in a major metropolitan city. And what he did was he owned his house. He found out he went and he, him and his wife went and bought their house. When they bought their house, when the government bought their house, the government decided that they were doing what you call uh, regentrification. We're doing a gentrification. And what they were doing, they were taking neighborhoods and they were actually buying up houses in the neighborhood. But this gentleman did something that the government did not like. 
when the guy bought his house, he found out that his house was a key house, called a keystone house. So he bought the house and he bought the land. He bought the house and the land that his house was on. That the land that his house was resided on in the city, he bought that land. He bought the land, he bought the whole strip right there. He found out that the whole strip of land was for sale as well as his house. So when he bought his house, he bought his house, paid the money to buy his house. Then he bought the key. He bought the whole land of his house. When he bought his house, the government decided we're going to take that property because we need that property. Because that property was part of something they were doing. They were doing a regentrification and they were going to put a, a new subdivision there. Um, some apart, some housing development along that strip. Well, he owned every house on there. Well, all the people there sold their houses. They sold their, everybody on that block sold their house but him. Because they, you know, the government said you had to sell and they didn't know. Well, he, they didn't know who the owner of the land was. So the government was like, well, we're going we're gonna to take it to end domain of this neighborhood and we're going to take this neighborhood house and we're going to take it. So the government took his house, took everybody's house, except for his. They took him to court. He went to court, showed up in court. Judge came in and everything and they did the proceedings. The government, because the government brings their lawyers, they mass the law firms and that they have and all these lawyers produced all this paperwork saying this house is ours, the land and everything. We offered him a fair settlement and everything and that he refused to sell. So we are taking it under the end domain. He went to the U.S. government. When he went to court, he went in there, brought his paperwork. The U.S. government says, we need this property, this strip of property. Well, well, they had tore all the houses down. And when they tore all the houses down, they tore everything down but his house. Contractors were doing their renovation. They put their property already up except for his house well he showed the piece of paper he came in with a piece of paper saying that he owns that land the land that it was on they had already started building and everything left his house alone so the government came in and was like yes we need this house and this house is ours everything's ours and they took his house from him he showed a piece of paper that he owned the land including his house he had already paid his house off because he got it real cheap, but he was paying on the land. He just paid his last payment, never missed a payment. Now he owned the land. The government says, well, we own this. He pulled out one piece of paper. The government turned around and was like, oh, shit. State was like, oh, crap. City was like, oh, crap. Crap, crap, crap. He was the owner. He owned his land. So they tried to find any way to take it from him. He turned around and sued he sued them. The government came in and was like, what, you want my land, you have to give me my money. And they had already started building on his property. They started building all along there. They started building, they built every building and everything along there. He owned all of that. So he, he made a settlement because he was smart. He settled and the owner of the development had to pay him rent for the land that he owned, all of it. He took his house, he moved. Yeah, he moved his house, he said he can have it, but y'all have to pay me rent for all of that. They had to pay him rent on top because for, for lease of the land. They had to pay him rent. And he showed them. And they were like, oh, they didn't like that. 
They tried to say he was disgruntled. They tried to say he was in it for the lawyers. Tried to say he was in it for the money because the government lawyers always try to make him look bad. But guess what? He showed pieces. Of, he showed he he had receipts for everything. And guess what? The government had to literally fork over X amount of money, and they had to pay, they had to buy his house at the price that he was selling it as. Not because of what price the what the street value, what the market, what the bear market value was. He realized that that was going to be a gentrification neighborhood, and he knew that when that goes up, the price would be this much. So he sold them his land. He sold them his house for the gentrification, and he said, "Nope, I want rent of the land." So now this guy has a development on his land, and they have to pay him checks every month. He gets a check every month from the government and from the developer. Developer who owns it had to pay him money. The state has to pay him money. The federal government had to pay him money and had to pay his lawyer fees because he had enough evidence to prove that they were just they couldn't they couldn't do that, and that is shocking. So what I'm telling you is this: whenever you do something in legal matters, this is why I talk about crimes that should never happen. Whenever you something, if you're doing something for legal matters, whether you're being sued for anything. If you're being sued for anything or anything the government's doing or anything that anybody's doing, you better have receipts. Because if you don't have the receipts, you can sit there and say, word of mouth is not good in court. And I don't care. You know, when you watch these TV shows, people say, well, he said, and this, no, no, that's not word of mouth. Okay, let me tell you something. I watched a court show. They had a court show with these three judges sitting up there, you know, Ackerd and whatever, and, you know, the three judges. One's, I mean, two Italians or whatever, and the black lady, I mean, Judge Acker or whatever, they're lawyers. Let me tell you something about this. They will actually tell you, what do you have? And then when they, and if you got receipts for whatever you have, your receipts is more valuable than what they will say. Word of mouth, you got to have receipts. If you got receipts, pretty much you're guaranteed to win. Doesn't matter what that person said. Well, they said I got receipts. I got con- I got documentation. I'm document. I got papers. I got this. I got this. This receipts. I got this. I got this. This person said this. This person did that. So if you ever get into a legal matter where you have to be sued or you're going to court for anything, it's better to paper push them with so much stuff to cover your to cover your narrow ass. You need to have receipts for everything. You gotta have receipts, cause when you have receipts, you pretty much are guaranteed to be in your favor. Judges will even—I mean, lawyers will tell you—you you know, a lawyer only does what he he or she can do for you. But when you help that lawyer by saying, "I got paperwork. This is what I got," and they will submit all that stuff. Guess what? I want to submit this in evidence, Your Honor. Boom. I want to submit this in evidence. Boom, 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 boom. And that all those papers will make you look really good. Don't want to look bad. Want to look good. Remember that. All right. It'll make you look good, not bad. So what I'm telling you this is protect yourself. It don't matter. I'm telling you right now. It doesn't matter. No matter what you say or or well, I, 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 this person said this. No, you better have your receipts. Have your receipts. Receipts will guarantee you. You need receipts for everything reason why I say you need receipts because your receipts are what's going to cover you you need your receipts you need to have receipts 
If you don't have receipts, your receipts is what's going to protect you. Because without those receipts, you are just going to look blind. And the judge is going to make you look terrible. Seriously, you need to have receipts. If you don't have receipts, I'm telling you right now, you are going to look dumb in court. In order for you to not look dumb in court, you don't want to look dumb in court, you better have those receipts. And those receipts are what's going to protect you. And they're going to protect you regardless of whatever you do. But have those receipts because that's going to make you look better. I mean, seriously, it's going to make you look much, much better. All right? That's all I wanted to say about that because um, it, I was just doing stuff like that. Um, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And I wanted to put that out there about legal matters and stuff. People are always asking me about court cases and stuff and, and everything. Like I said, in Crime Chronicles, we're gonna that, that's what it is. All right? By the way, just protect yourself, all right? This is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. Hey, and Bravo Six going dark.